Welcome back to Fanfatals. Take a ride with us on the Hogwarts Express. Walk down Main Street with our best super pals. And defy gravity as we talk about all things fandom. And welcome back to Fan Fatales, a member of the Real Fans Podcast Network. I'm Emma, and this week Gabby is in Mexico vacationing and doing De, De-, De Los Muertos stuff. So I'm going to have three of my good friends on. And here this week, in no particular order, are Skylar, Julie Rose, and JJ. Yay! Hello! Yeah. So Skylar and Julie have been on before talking about kingdom keepers what else what else because that's all we talk about and now jj is new yeah jj yeah um so we're gonna do our normal intro questions and then go into our like favorites at disney parks and then some kingdom keepers later on so what is your favorite or what is your main fandom anyone can answer oh all of us um i'm kind of in between fandoms right now i explained the last time i was i was on the episode to sort the kingdom keepers characters that mine changes every now and then um on a kingdom keepers kick recently clearly um i've been thinking about west wing again in the past week which is good because i hadn't for like a month and i missed it i recently finished binge watching 911 lone star and that was a whole journey um but <laughs> Mine bounces around, so I'm in between fandoms right now, main fandoms right now. That's completely understandable. To tack on to what Julie just said, um, I'm in between fandoms as well because I just started binge watching Interview with a Vampire recently, but I'm also extremely into horror. So the Chucky series has been a godsend recently. Yeah. I'm gonna be the only one who says a game and go with Assassin's Creed. Really, really into Assassin's Creed right now. So what is your favorite genre of media, books, movies, music, shows, etc.? Favorite genre? Yes. Oh, romance. Um, I, um, since the wee age of I don't know, um, <laughs> I don't think I can actually even like a story if there's not some kind of romance subplot. I'm obnoxious, so I like romance. I feel that. Psychological horrors. Romance. <laughs> <laughs> the left field. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love psychological horrors. Like, it doesn't have to be body gore. It doesn't have to be stuff like that. Put me into a situation with a cult, I'll eat that shit up. It's beautiful. And JJ? Are we allowed to curse? 
Um, yeah, yeah. Histor- historical fiction. That's that's my go-to genre. Oh, I'm really into historical fiction too. Quinn. That's valid. Yeah. I mean, science fiction fantasy, if we're going to do something for me, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. That's definitely up your alley. Oh, gotta, <laughs> yeah. gotta love the Star Wars. Gotta love the Star Wars. So, what is your Hogwarts house? Ravenclaw. Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw gang. Yeah. Hufflepuff. Wait, do we have two Hufflepuffs in two? Yes. It appears so. Woo! Yes, let's go. So, who is your favorite Disney princess? Skylar. Obviously, Merida. We yeah. know this. I discussed this on the last episode that I was on. Absolutely love that girl to death. Um, I discussed on the last episode that I was on that Belle is always going to be my favorite princess, but Rapunzel is my comfort princess, and she got me through college and helped me move to Florida. So um, I she has a special place in my heart, so kind of both of them. I did Jake- discuss in a previous episode, but I got to go with my girl Mulan. Love Mulan. Okay. Okay. Pop off. Yes. I'm about, I have a scene to record with Mulan in it, I'm pretty sure, for the Let's Read. Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> um, so these oh, next two, yeah, she's in book four. Yeah, yes. I totally forgot that. She's in Disney at last, too. Yeah. Um, so these next two kind of go hand in hand, so I'm just going to ask them both at the same time are you a sith or a jedi and this includes dark jedi or for non-star wars people heroes anti-heroes or villains ah (laughs) i know nothing about star wars but heroes (laughs) so the jedi for you as well gray jedi We, we discussed this last episode i was on yeah i'm not afraid to get my hands dirty but you know Actually, I was gonna say Grey Je- Jedi, but after a, a lot of thinking, I'm a Jedi. I, I stick to the rules a bit too much to be an anti-hero. And then, who is your favorite Avenger or superhero? <gasps> Squirrel Spider-Man. <laughs> um, I discussed on the last episode that I don't know a lot about Marvel. On the last episode, I said who I thought my favorite Avenger would be if I knew more about a Marvel. But if we're just branching out to superheroes in general, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Valid. So this Spider-Man. Not- <laughs> I think that's what Julie said last time. I said, no, last time I said if I had to pick who I thought my favorite would be based on what I know about Marvel, I think it would be Spider-Man or Iron yeah. Man. Um, so this next one isn't really fandom-y. Um, and it was suggested actually by Skylar. And it is, what is slash was your college major? I'm a hospitality and tourism management major. Secondary education with a concentration in English. And that means I teach teenagers how to analyze literature. I am a psychology major with a dual minor in musical theater and costuming. 
I'm dual majoring in archaeology with a specialization in Greek studies and paleontology with vertebrate paleontology. Okay, everybody just be cooler than me then. I, guess. <laughs> I can't deal with teenagers, so you have my respect. I deal with Karens. <laughs> I work at a summer camp, man. I can't do it. I have to deal with the mentally ill. Yeah. Applause. <laughs> um, so what do you do outside of cosplaying? Ooh. Okay. I go to theme parks and watch stupid YouTube videos with my roommates. <laughs> I currently am working for Universal Creative at both Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure as a costuming specialist. Along with that, I am a voice actor and am also a stage actor. That was a lot. <laughs> uh, I voice act as well, uh, but I and I work for uh, the Walt Disney Company for, as a custodial. Um, but I spend most of my time uh, doing Kung Fu, actually. Shaolin Kung Fu. And then any other fun facts you'd like to say before we get into our favorites for the Disney parks? Yes. <laughs> uh, I voice act despite no prior knowledge in voice acting. The Who do you voice act for? I voice act Finn Whitman for the Kingdom <laughs> Keepers Let's Read series. I voice Charlene Turner for the Kingdom Keepers Let's Read series. I don't know what this Kingdom Keepers Let's Read series is. It sounds kind of mid. Anyways, I voice Jessica Locker. I'm the director of the Kingdom Keepers Let's Read and the head editor of said Kingdom Keepers Let's Read. This is the second project that I have ever directed. The first being a horror franchise. Well, fan. fountain of information. Um, I can tap dance. There's a new fun fact. There we go. What? That's cool. Yeah, it was the only kind of dance I was good at, even though I danced for 16 years. Love that. So, <laughs> what is your favorite Disney park? I know two people here work for the Walt Disney Company. They do not speak for the brand. No, I do not speak for the brand of the company. I do not speak for the brand of the company either. I might speak for the brand or the company because I do not work for said brand or company. And I remain neutral because I am a hospitality and tourism manager. <laughs> oh, well, what is your favorite Disney park? I'm a Magic Kingdom girly, but since that always feels like the default answer, my second favorite park that other than Magic Kingdom is, well, okay. My second favorite Florida Disney park other than Magic Kingdom is Animal Kingdom. But because I've been to other Disney resorts now and I can expand my answer, my second favorite Disney park next to Magic Kingdom is California Adventure. Ooh. Hollywood Epcot. Studios or Epcot for me. Epcot. Yeah, that's great. All right, I'll be the odd one out. That's fine. Uh, Animal Kingdom. I love Animal Kingdom. I just talked about it. <laughs> Were you paying Probably not. I was probably face deep in my drink. Ooh, the Jays are fighting. 
<laughs> we'll unpin our fighting. World star. Oh, fighting again. <laughs> when aren't they? Um, but yeah, studios are Epcot for me. If we're gonna say places we haven't been, I'm gonna say Disneyland Paris. I wanna go. I Just wanna because go to Dragon. I wanna go to Tokyo Disney Sea once they open um the new fantasy uh, port. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with Emma. I want to go to Disney Sea. I my dream when they open the Tangled Frozen and um Utopia. I can do without the Frozen. Hot take. I don't like. They're doing a Tangled um Frozen and Peter Pan area of Tokyo Disney Sea that opens in twenty twenty four. No, I know that. I can do the Tangled and Peter Pan. Dope. Don't need Frozen. Don't try to be the pick me that the, the don't try to be the pick me that just talks about why they don't. Like it it replaced my Elstrom and Epcot. I will fight over this. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can legally say that I don't care for Frozen anymore because I work as Anna for a princess company. It gets on my nerves now. Yeah. Okay. I like Frozen, and I was fine when people were saying it was overrated. I don't like when people make the fact that they think it's overrated their entire personality trait. Oh, I like, just don't like it. Like, okay, I never like it. When people are like, okay, fine, I'm gonna say it. Tangled is better than Frozen. Yes, everybody has been saying that Tangled is better than Frozen for 10 yeah. years because Tangled is better than Frozen. You're not the first person to come up. Yeah. Julie, just let it go. It's okay. It's fine, Julie. I had a nine hour shift today. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> this is derailed so fast. Yes. We're fine. Everything's fine. Everything okay, is Okay, so JJ fine. was Animal Kingdom, Julie was Animal Kingdom, DCA, and Magic and Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Skyler was, was Epcot, Tyler. and then I was Studios and Epcot. Okay, cool. What is your favorite ride at each park? At each park? Like, okay, U.S. parks? Yeah. The okay. parks that you've been to. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's different. What? <laughs> okay, I'll start, I guess. Yes, because you have the California park as well. I my do favorite, too. My favorite ride at Magic Kingdom is Splash Mountain, not because I work there. Um, <laughs> at Epcot, it's Guardians of the Galaxy, it's Cosmic Rewind. Um, Hollywood Studios. You know what? Screw it. Muppet Vision 3D. And yes. <laughs> and at dad, my dad was dad. opening cast of that ride. Nice. Of Muppets. And what at, was your? Oh. <laughs> at Dak, it's Dinosaur. At Disneyland, it's Space Mountain. And at That's California Adventure, it is Incredicoaster. Okay. Ooh. Oh, I guess I'm being sacrificed now. Okay. Um, MK, definitely Thunder Mountain. Duh. It was my first one. Um, at Epcot, I'm going to say either Mission Space or Test Track. Um, MGM would have to be... I'm going to say Star Tours. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And then Animal Kingdom, Expedition Everest. JJ got me hooked on it. 
I love that rock. It's good. Um, okay. At Magic Kingdom, my favorite ride is probably I'm gonna go with Hall of Presidents, actually. <laughs> okay, I like that answer. I like Hall of Presidents. <laughs> I love chill. the Hall of Presidents. It's a good nap area. Yeah, no, I agree with Scott. No, it's educational. Anyway. At- okay, this is the Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw response to <laughs> Hall of Presidents, no, because the Ravenclaws were like, I love adventure because I love history. Exactly. Anyway, anyway, at DAC, that's a hard one. It's either Everest or Dinosaur. I love the Asia Pavilion, uh, but Dinosaur, as a paleontology major, it's always fun to ride that and correct what's wrong. Um... I just want to date Dr. Always, Good for you for having an educational reason. I mean, I guess that's fair. Um, <laughs> uh, what's, what's that? Hollywood Studios. Um, my favorite ride is probably Rock and Roller Coaster. I love Aerosmith. And Epcot, my favorite ride is Mission Space because I work there. What else do I have? I have two other California Adventure, my favorite ride is California Screaming. Which Naughty is not Freddy Freddy Coaster. Freddy Coaster. Well, I'm sorry that I didn't get to go there when I was a kid because I lived in New York. Okay, JJ? I <laughs> haven't been there since it's been changed. Um, so I haven't, I haven't read any Freddy Coaster. And at Disneyland, probably Space Mountain. Yeah, Space Mountain Space Disneyland is so, is so much better than it the one in Florida. Way. I love the music. Yeah. So Magic Kingdom, Thunder Mountain. Yeah. As long as we're staying in Froland, I'm like, I'm not offended. Yeah. There you go. Epcot. Epcot. (laughs) We'll go with Test Track for Epcot. Okay. That's valid. What version is your favorite? The first. The old one. The one that's in the keeper book. The original one. Oh, good version. Shit, I could have said Soren. I forgot about Soren. I changed my answer. It's Soren. Not the old one been on Cosmic Rewind yet, and then you're going to get on my level. I've already been on it. I've been on it (laughs) 10 times now. (laughs) I've written Um, it 10 times. I got Iran on my birthday, and I was so mad. I love Iran. Okay, but I've had Iran like the last three times I've gone on the ride, JJ, and I still haven't gotten September. So we got September last time. We, we got we got September <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> Although the last several times I got Disco Inferno and got really tired. I'm sorry. Was Tuesday the day you texted me and asked me if I was working? Yes. yes. That means that if I was working, you were going to invite me to ride Cosmic Rewind. Sorry. Probably. And I would have gotten September. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, studios. I'm going to do Rise of the Resistance. Okay. Staff. And then Animal Kingdom Everest. Okay. What is your favorite food item at any of the Disney parks? <laughs> um... Churros. I'm allergic to churros. 
Mine is very specific. Yeah, same. Mine is a Mickey pretzel with cheese with a bottled Coke. Okay. That is okay. very specific. It is, but it's my thing. Especially right. when you have all your people watching. My answer will make my mother happy. The beignets from the French Quarter at Disneyland. Okay. The Ronto wrap at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Ew. I mean, good answer. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and then, who is your favorite character to meet at the parks? Oh, to meet? Yeah. The Tremaines. Ooh. They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, when I was 16, I met Anastasia and I uh, and, and Drizella and Lady Tremaine were there. And previously I had asked Anastasia how the baker was while she was by herself and she was very affectionate about it. And then when I asked her in front of her mother and sister, she started freaking out and screaming that it was fine. They're just friends. It's fine. They're just friends. And then Drizella said, you're not just friends. I saw him give you donuts this morning. And Anastasia said, yeah, because he's my friend. And Drizella said, mother, Anastasia showed the baker her ankle for free donuts this morning. I was slut shaming her sister. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, Anastasia Tremaine is one of my favorite Disney, is like in my top five Disney characters, so. That is so valid. Yeah. Mine because I love my interactions with Tink because they're both like the same size and I absolutely love her sassiness but when I was a kid I almost made Alice fall off of uh one of the floats so um basically what happened was um I think it was Mickey's not so scary Halloween party I was about seven or eight and she made eye contact with me and started jumping up and down screaming, she's dressed like me, she's dressed like me. And she almost tripped and fell off. So I absolutely love Alice for that. And also because the last time I had gone to Epcot before we got rid of our annual passes, she was the last character I met and we had such a cute little interaction. I have two and they're very obvious if you know me. Mm -hmm. and it's Belle and Peter Pan. Knew it. <laughs> I have these ears that look like the stained glass window from the opening of Beauty and the Beast, and I wore them when I met Belle the most recent time, and she's like, oh my gosh, I love your ears, and I was like, your, well, your story is my favorite, and then we started talking about our favorite stories, and it was adorable. Um, Peter Pan, this is technically not the parks. This is technically the cruise line, the first day of um, the Disney Wish back in like 2017, I'm just like walking around the main atrium and I hear my dad trying to get a picture with Peter Pan and Peter being like, but you're a grown up. <laughs> and then me going, excuse you, dad? Why are you getting a picture of Peter? And then Peter calling me an almost grown up. And <laughs> obviously the friend of Peter is the same one throughout the cruise. So on Pirate Day, when I met Peter, he was like, almost grown up. What happened to you? You're, you're a pirate now. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> That's great. So, I have two yeah. favorite characters. Two favorite characters to meet. At Disneyland slash California Adventure, I love Oswald. My favorite. I've always loved Oswald. Ooh. And he freaks out every time I tell him he's my favorite. 
and not Mickey. Because uh, he's great. At, Dis- at Magic Kingdom, is uh, I love to meet Jack Sparrow because I know Jack Sparrow. And I've hung out with him before. Mm. I see. I see. I see. And then I'm going to throw one more in. What is your favorite show slash nighttime special? You can do both. Oh, like my nighttime spectacular kind of thing? Yeah, like the nighttime, like, fireworks show. And then what's your favorite, like, during the day show? Okay. Nighttime show is happily ever after i don't know like come on um daytime show is the festival of the lion king same okay cool twins yeah that's because those are the correct answers (laughs) fantastic is also up there it opens at disney world on november 3rd (laughs) we're coming to save you bud (laughs) shit i can't i can't think of any i'm gonna say i'm gonna say phantasmic do parades count parades can count yes okay i haven't seen it in person but magic festival um oh is it fantasy festival of fantasy that one holds a special place in my heart because i saw it on opening day of that parade and I didn't even know that they were opening the parade that day. And we just see all these news reporters were like, what's going on? And then they announced the first ever Festival of Fantasy. Amazing. Ooh. My favorite day parade is probably Magic Happens too. Wow, that's a good one. My favorite nighttime show is the best nighttime show to exist in all of Disney history, Harmonious. It and caught on fire recently. I was there for that. I watched I it. I know happen. you were. <laughs> it caught on fire. Yeah. yeah. AJ, for a hot second, I really thought I really thought you were gonna like play us and say enchantment and I was gonna like leave the call. Oh my god, I'm not that mean. <laughs> oh my god. Enchantment. Oh my god. I do not think the brand of the company. Okay, I, I, my favorite like, seasonal ever after one is, is better than Enchantment. Yeah, uh, my favorite seasonal is the Sanderson Sisters show at the Castle Show. Valid. Uh, my favorite seasonal is the Christmas Parade. The one Valid. Third season. Boo to you. Oh, uh, yeah, boo to you. That one. Yeah, yeah, I've <laughs> seen that one. That that's it. Well, Boo to You has Maleficent on a Chernabog float. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and the day after we got the message from Alex, I was walking out of work and I walked right into the Maleficent float. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. Um, Speaking okay. of Maleficent and Chernabog, what <laughs> got you into the Kingdom Keepers fandom? Drama. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so I. What is your journey with the Kingdom Keepers? Yeah. Okay, I'll try to be brief because it's not brief, but I'll try to be brief. Um, when I when I was twelve and I was you know, oh, I had always been really into reading, and I was twelve and I was first starting to get into fandom, and 
my mom and I like shared books and stuff and she had told me about this book she found called Kingdom Keepers and she's like it's like all the books you read with adventure and stuff but they're in Disney and she had it on an e-reader and I hate e-readers so she got me a paperback copy and I started reading it and I didn't like it for some reason and then a few months later I was at my grandma's house and I finished the book that I brought and I was bored so I picked up picked up my mom's e-reader and a lot of the other stuff on there was not okay for me to be reading at 12. So the only thing on there that I, was like. in, that I could read was Kingdom Keepers. So I started reading it again and I loved it this time. So I went home and started reading the paperback copy. Um, and then that, that was it. The rest was history. Um, that was right after Power Play came out. So I read through Power Play, but I didn't know that Power Play had just come out. So I finish Power Play and hear that, hey, Mickey is missing. And I go to find the fifth book and I'm like, oh, the fifth book doesn't come out for another year. Um, and then I was like 13. So I was, no, I, I was 12, 13, somewhere along those lines. And I was first starting to get into fandom via Instagram. It was like pre-2014 Tumblr. And um, yeah. I started writing fan fictions and participating in fandom spaces to like help myself wait for the fifth book. And then I fell in love. I stayed in love. As I got older, I would forget about Kingdom Keepers, not forget, but like stop thinking about it or it's not prominent in my life for a couple of years at a time. But no matter how old I get, somehow these books just keep like coming into my life and like out of nowhere they'll just draw me in again and it, no matter how old I get if I pick them up and I read them I find myself like giggling like I feel so light inside and yeah Willow was the first character well wait we're gonna get into that okay so, <laughs> so what else go on done sharing my trauma Skylar okay time to share my trauma <laughs> trauma um excuse you anyways so it all began whenever i was a very sickly child at age six um we did not know that i had celiac yet so i was constantly sick on school campus due to the lunches that i would eat and my mom was a fourth grade teacher at the time so it was in that age range that the first book was catered towards in a sense um so she had the first book and I got really sick this one day, so I got put into her classroom supply closet just to lay down for a couple hours. And then she came in and was like, hey, do you want to join us for circle time reading? And I was like, sure. I feel like I'm dying, but sure, let's do it. Um, and then she opened up the book and read chapter 16 of the first book out loud to her students. And um, oh, after chapter that, 16. oh, chapter 16. We love it. And after that, I kind of became hooked to it. Um, I was reading them constantly by the time I was in fourth grade. By middle school, I actually got bullied out of reading the rest of the series and instead went to Stephen King books, which I don't know how that would have made it better, but um, I stopped reading them until my junior year of high school. And one day it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Hey, I was into Homestuck and they did a Let's Read. What if I just 
did that for the Kingdom Keepers, and the rest is history. That JJ. was beautiful. Uh, so mine doesn't have Trump, actually. I got that later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, one day, I'm big chilling, going to my fourth grade, uh, having a ball, not really. Um, then <laughs> uh, I come home and my mom's like, I found this book series. It's about a whole bunch of kids that go into the park at night. She gave me this whole like spiel about it. She's like, I think you'd really like it. You like adventure stuff. And I was like, okay, why not? So uh, she read the first book to me from her phone. Uh, and I was like, wow, I liked it. And then she read the, the second and the third and the fourth. Uh, and that's where we stopped because I think the fourth had just come out. Um, uh, and she was like, do you like the books? And I was like, heck yeah, I like the books. These are great. And then it became my personality for the rest of my life. Well, this is going to be my personality for the rest of my life. Well, at least it's a good personality. Yeah. Well, you, you say that. Yeah, you make fun of me because my personality is just the main, main character. Okay, and? Well, because Wayne said I'm the leader. Excuse me while I just jump. Well, <laughs> so I started, so after I had read the key, or the Harry Potter series, I wanted to read more books because Harry Potter got me hooked on reading. I've talked about this before on the show. And I was in my school library and I saw this cover with magic or the Cinderella's castle on it. And I went, I want to read this book because I think I tried Percy Jackson and wasn't a fan. I would become a fan in middle school. Um, I so, wasn't you a know, fan until like two years ago. I, I read books <laughs> and then I start on Instagram like role playing and you know doing that whole thing and then I remember vividly reading book seven specifically when Wayne dies uh, because I was on the in the car on my way to Magic Kingdom for the day when that happened when I read it couldn't pick up the book for like a week after that happened I had myself to sleep I was reading before bed yeah and then I joined um, this YouTube channel that no longer exists. Um, we're not going to talk about it. Julie and I were part of it. That's how Julie and I met. Um, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> and then in, well, this later or earlier this year, I joined Kingdom Keepers Let's Read with Skylar and JJ and have like really like rediscovered um, the Keepers thing. And then Ridley noticed all four of us and oh, the rest is history and that's when we all became friends because i added julie to a group chat with skylar and jj <laughs> well because when alex first contacted us they didn't say like who else had gotten happening. exactly more information to come so we needed people who understood yeah that are so i text julie and i'm like hey this just happened and she's like this happened to me and i'm like it happened with my friend skylar and jj as well so then we all made a group chat together. It was through the Let's Read account, though. That's the funniest thing to me. What? It was through the Let's Read account that I was reached out to, and we barely talk on that now. It's okay. I was reached out on my DCP account, which I think don't use. Mine was on my Snippy Emma account, which is linked to my podcast Instagram. 
Okay, plug in your shameless plug. I like I like never use Instagram anymore, but it was still linked to my TikTok, so it was just my yeah. Instagram that they found. Speaking of Alex, they just messaged me. <laughs> well, I just messaged them a picture of us recording, so they haven't seen it yet, but I did that. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Um, Merry Christmas. So, which Kingdom Keepers character do you cosplay slash why are they like your favorite and like why do you relate to them? Okay, picking up my answer from where I almost answered it too early before. <laughs> <laughs> I cosplay Willa even though I haven't cosplayed her since like spring of 2020. Um, but <laughs> theoretically I do cosplay her. Um, Willa was the first character I ever saw myself in it like fully saw myself in as like a kid young adult I remember thinking that very vividly there's like a, there's like a paragraph about her in shell game and I remember reading it and crying because like everything in it about her related to me a lot of her insecurities her strengths like how she feels about her friends like everything Willa ever says about herself I feel like it relates to me and she's just like a comfort character for me because she was the first character I saw myself in. Um, I, she's very special to me. Um, I, I love her. I'm one, I'm going to quote someone's comment on one of my TikToks. I don't remember who, but it's one of the best comments I've ever received on a TikTok. And it said, I am a little girl first and a human second. Um, and yeah. Aw, that's cute. Yeah. JJ, Skylar, why don't uh, you talk about sin? <laughs> um, okay. Just to make sure I get what what was can you re repeat the question? Just so I can process. Well, I already answered which break. Kingdom Keepers character you cosplay, but why do you relate to said character? Why do I relate to said character? Well, um <laughs> why do you relate hurtful. to Wayne the leader Whitman? Hurtful. Um so for as long as I can remember, I've, I've liked thin women and I didn't know why until around the time I started cosplaying him. So about two years ago, which is a long period of time, but that's what, um, you have this kid, um, who's living his ordinary life. He does sports, but he's not like super athletic. He's smart, but he's not the smartest. Uh, he plays trumpet. Um, like I do. Anyway, uh, but when he joins the Kingdom Keepers, he's told he's the leader, and he doesn't really like that. He's okay. Hold on. Okay. Let me let me speak. Let me speak. Don't hurt me. Don't harass me. Um. But at at first, he's like, uh, we're we're all equal. That's fine. Uh, even though the other kids look to him as a leader, I'm getting looks. I can feel it. Anyway, um, but in my experience in life, it was around the time that I started the Kingdom Keepers that I joined. I went from Cub Scouts to Boy Scouts. And in Boy Scouts, you are forced into leadership positions. Not forced. That sounds wrong. <laughs> you have to do leadership positions in order to advance. 
And since my family was heavily involved in scouts, I spent a lot of time uh, doing things that I didn't necessarily enjoy. And I still am not the biggest fan of being the face of everything, the leader. You can ask Skylar. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of examples. Um, but you have this kid and he goes through, there's a portion of the books where when he's kind of challenged in being a leader by his friend, Philby, he kind of resents him a little bit. And that, I explained it really well when I was trying to defend myself of why I like him, because now that he's grown up with the keepers, leadership is all he really knows. And the fact that that's being challenged uh, means he does, he feels like he doesn't have a place anymore. And that felt, that hit home really hard to me because leadership is all I know now. So it's a, uh, whenever something gets challenged, I don't know what to do with myself. So it's a lot of that is why I like it. So, and I've kind of talked about this before. I didn't like Charlene when I first read the books. <laughs> I thought she was kind of annoying and kind of bitchy, especially in the first two books where it's literally like her. I don't want to say like, she she's very like fearful and scared in the first two. And then she comes into her shell and like finds her place on the team. And I really relate to her journey of like finding herself on the team after her whole journey in Disney's Animal Kingdom. In that speech she makes where it's like, DAK changed me. <laughs> and like, she finds her spot okay. on the team. And I really relate to that. And Oh, there's a pregnant pause. That's me. That that means me. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I cosplay both versions of Jess, her oh, as right, and her as Jezebel. Um. And honestly, I absolutely love her character and how her arc develops throughout the entire series itself. Um. I. I I know I've said this multiple times, but I, I do kind of relate to her on the sense of trauma. But uh, <laughs> along with that, as a kid, I was I was the artistic kid in the back of the class that was just doodling and daydreaming the entire time that we were trying to learn stuff. Um, so I would get in trouble a lot because of that. And whenever I got to about book three, I kind of latched onto her. So yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. So who is your favorite keeper's character besides the one you cosplay? Maddie. <laughs> JJ Bat, because mine is Del Philby. <laughs> oh. And the way JJ and I had a whole fight one morning. Not a fight. We had a discussion. Honestly, it was great though. I enjoyed it, it even great. though I was being yeah, you made me more sympathetic towards Finn. I made you so more I sympathetic did my job. towards Toby. A little bit. Tyler and I, well, it was only a little for me, too, so. Mm. We're on mutual ground. Why am I getting pulled into this? Neurodivergent. It was great. It was, it was great. It was, it was great. My favorite character, aside from Finn, is actually Willa. 
Oh, okay. Ooh. Flattery will get you everywhere. Yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> I have two, and it's hard for me to choose between the two of them. But sorry, Skylar, it's either Amanda or Willa. Willa's Mine a lovable character. Be- Mine used to be Amanda when I was in high school, but then when I reread the books in my late college years and started analyzing them more because I had a degree in analyzing literature now, um, I felt became very attached to Pilby. Yeah. My third favorite is Maybeck. My third favorite is probably Charlene now. Ooh. You see, so Willa is the one I related to the most growing up. Fair. I think you and I have had a conversation about that, Julie, back in the Children of White days. Well, I related, I related to Willa when I first started reading the books and I was 12 and I was a pick me because she was like the brunette, quirky, smart girl. And anytime I read a book or watched a TV show, quirky, smart girl was the girl, was the character I latched on to. But then, you know, as I got older, like the way she saw herself and how in the book she kind of has to come, like grow to be confident in herself. Um, yeah. And see herself as more than just the smart girl and realizing she can do other things on the team, realizing that she has friends now. Oh. Also good. But also, yeah, Amanda's great. I love her. Yeah, so she is. They're all great. They're all great. <laughs> There's no bad character in the Keepers. Uh, I'm also series. really fond of Wanda. I love Wanda. I don't know what it is. I uh, always forget Wanda's a character in the books. There's one wrong bad character in the King. Greg Lewowski. I was gonna actually say Story Ming, but <laughs> which I always feel I always feel weird talking about Story because she was like the most hated character in the entire fandom and i remember from the early days of the fandom when the books were coming out all we would talk about was i was like you're bad (laughs) like nobody likes story and this is the character that ridley named after his daughter so i feel weird yeah weird being like i hate story and i'm like no it's not your daughter story but i but also why did he name his daughter or why do you need the character after his daughter? I don't know. Ridley, if you're listening to this, this is nothing against you or your daughter. Skylar, did you say your favorite? <laughs> what? What? Did, did, Skylar, did you say your favorite yet? I, um, I don't know what you're talking about. To- totally, totally didn't say my favorite. Uh, Maddie Weaver. Maddie, oh. Maddie Weaver. Oh, oh, Maddie. Maddie oh. fucking Weaver. I'm sorry, but all i have to say is the syndrome okay i don't have to say anything else just hair dye and the syndrome okay that's it the syndrome is like (laughs) we don't talk about the syndrome enough the syndrome is one of my favorite books in the entire franchise it's so good Mm -hmm. it gave a whole chapter to greg wolowski which was a little weird but all right but the fact the fact that the events of the syndrome aren't acknowledged in the return series makes me so mad because i i was Okay, so Willa and Philby have always been my favorite Kingdom Keepers couple, right? Clearly. But like, when I read originally, when I read the syndrome when it came out, I hyper fixated, and I mean like majorly hyper fixated on Finn and Amanda for a solid like two, three months. I was writing only Finn and Amanda fan fiction. 
I took clips from other TV shows and made a Finn and Amanda fan vid set to photograph by Ed Sheeran about no. her. Is that, on, is that on, no, is that on YouTube? Yes. I've seen that so many times. <laughs> yes, I made that. I pulled clips. I pulled clips from the fucking Fosters. The Fosters? I- I remember this. I remember this. I've seen that video hundreds of times. I literally can't. I need more to drink. (laughs) Now, who's your favorite keepers couple? Then we'll get into our headcanons. Okay, Okay, uh, Jessica Lockhart and therapy. Jess and Tim. I'm just kidding. I mean, that's fair, um, but like, <laughs> Actually, Maybeck and Charlene. Really? Charbeck is such a good couple. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I was just about to say them, especially like, I know that Julie knows that specifically with um, the series or the YouTube channel that we will not name, I had an interesting relationship <laughs> with someone in it. Mm-hmm. And it caused trauma based on that couple for the longest time and after i started cosplaying charlene and really getting to know her and doing the kingdom keepers let's read and seeing like the starts of their relationship and kind of like acting it out they've become my favorite couple but the other two will always have a huge spot in my heart that's understandable I have given y'all my personal essays on Wilby, my rants my powerpoints Everything I think about them, um, I have overanalyzed them in such great detail. I have read between every line there is to be read between. I'm fairly um, certain she has spreadsheets. I mean, I could, I don't, but in my head, I do. Yeah. Ben, uh, have you, or er, JJ, have you said yes? You Okay. Sorry, JJ, do you, ha- have you said what your favorite keeper ship is? Yeah, you did. It's Charbeck. Never mind. Charbeck. Charizard. Charizard. What? Charizard. 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 <laughs> That's beautiful. That's so, Kingdom Keepers headcanons. Okay. Well, we need to establish what kind of headcanons do you want? Because I have, okay, there are two kinds of Kingdom Keepers headcanons I have. Well, there's, <laughs> a, there's a bunch of subcategories, right? But like the big you category- You said Julia. <laughs> <laughs> this is a ticking time bomb, man. <laughs> there's, so there's the headcanons that are like things that I have observed about their characters by overanalyzing the books and writing fan fiction and seeing what happens. And then things that have no evidence behind them. They're just, you know- what I think makes me happy. Those are my favorites. Let's do the what makes you happy. Okay, well, no, they all make me happy, but I'm saying like, I have headcanons that are like your normal everyday average fandom headcanons. And then I have headcanons that are like- No, let's do the overanalyzed headcanons. What each of their friendships is like, what like, like for example, type A would be like, and then we can also include, I know like, that this wasn't said, but we can include Midnight's. Based on analysis, 
that I don't think Willa and Philby's parents support their relationship. But then I have a headcanon that Philby and Charlene watch Buffy together. And they're two completely <laughs> different kinds of things. Do I watch Buffy? No. Do I hold tight to that headcanon? Yes. You don't watch Buffy and you headcanon that. I just I'm both intrigued and scared. So, um, yeah, I know that Julie and I kind of talked about a little bit of like after college keepers. Oh, I have lots of after college keepers. Head oh, no. <laughs> Me too. I have a whole. But let's start with the friendships. Okay. Because, oh. like, obviously, Will and Charlene did all the first with um, Jess and Amanda. We've already talked about this after the barracks. Um, yes. First sleepovers, oh. first Manny Patty, Manny- first. First clubbing. First, first clubbing. Yeah, first drinks. Everything. Firsts. Everything firsts. Um, I also like to think that, so the way that Willa and Finn have, like, that kind of, like, brother-sister relationship or, like, kind of, like, best friend relationship, I think Jess and Philby have a friendship like that, too, and also Jess and Maybach, because apparently Jess is just best friends with everybody, but... I mean... We and we that. know for a fact Except that for Rob. and <laughs> no. Change Rob. Change Rob. Fuck and Rob. And we know that um, Willa and Charlene <laughs> have a close relationship. Yeah, Willa and Charlene are best friends. That's kind of... From Power Play, when the phone number Willa remembers is Charlene's and not Philby's yes. or any of the other keepers. Yeah, there's a line in one of the books yes. where she, says she knows Charlene's phone number by heart. One of the things that I think about a lot is that that I forget all the time, but then I realized that the last time I reread and I didn't know this, that I knew Willa and Philby went to the same high school, but I didn't know that Jess was also at their high school. Yes. Yes. So it makes a, lot, a lot of my friendship headcanons have come from there because I think Jess and Willa and Philby would probably have their own like little friendship trio just because they go to their they go to school together and they're the three keepers that are in that school together. So they would spend time yeah. together. Um, and that's why I think Jess and Philby would be close. And then, you know, yada, yada, yada. Not just that, but also, do we forget about the whole entire, um, Jess writes an entire essay on IMAX based projectors and theaters. Yeah. Like she's oh, a teen nerd. <laughs> yeah. The tink tank. No. <laughs> no oh oh keepers (laughs) Jess also in the insider there's that scene in the insider where Philby has to go all clear and like he's like freaking out and Jess knows him and knows the the two of like the pair well enough to know that thinking about Willa is going to get him to go all clear yeah one of my favorite things I've read recently uh when working on a script was there's a scene in power play where Finn needs to go all clear. And since they're going into like the main fort with a whole bunch of overtakers, he like can't do it. But Amanda just being next to him makes him able to go all clear so he can do it and get in and get out. It's chef's kiss. Brilliant. Speaking of like keeper ship uh, moments, um, I forget what book it is, but I remember recording it. So it's either end of book three, beginning of book four. No, it's end of book three. It's um, 
Um, it's when Char- or Charlene and Maybeck are what Mission Space. Yeah, Mission, Mission Space. Space. Mission Space is book three. Yeah. Yeah. And Charlene is calling Maybeck a chicken, and it's like you yes. don't have to write it if you don't want to. And it's just like making fun of him, and it's like one of the first like main like kind mm-hmm. of like flirty teasing moments I get from Charlene with Maybach. Those things are 35 miles now. And then book four, Maybach trying to kiss Charlene and her being like, no. When um she's like taken over by the overtakers. And my least favorite moment in any keep first book is when Philby kisses Charlene. Oh what not when Charlene wants to kiss Finn again in legacy <laughs> Oh, legacy of secrets. <laughs> I what, what gets me about legacy of secrets, and in that scene particularly, it's existence. What legacy of secrets? They're about to go to college, so it's a solid almost four years since yeah. the end of Power Play. Not Power, yeah. yes, Power. And so Charlene and Maybeck have been in an established relationship for almost four years. Finn and Amanda have been in an established relationship since the end of The Insider and a kind of understood relationship for the three years before that. And then all of a sudden, Charlene's just like... <laughs> <laughs> remember when we had crushes on each other? Yeah, remember when we had crushes on each other and you were the only keeper guy that didn't kiss, try to kiss me when I was taken over by the overtakers? Oh, radio rebel hair tuck. And then a book later, she's like fighting the police to protect Maybach. So I don't know. You know? Um, I love that moment with her, though. That is the best. Oh my. I like, I had to put the book down and (laughs) take a moment. It was so good. I want to do a TikTok audio with that scene. I was, yeah, I was not going to do a cosplay audio, but I was going to do a TikTok like about reacting to that moment. Yeah. To think my kicked out the this has no structure <laughs> no. it's gone it's out of this here. is our group chat guys oh shit it is That's this, very this true. is literally why our group chat is called ridley brain rot <laughs> another if we're talking ship moments and ship moments in like good like power play shell game area um because you were talking about one of the first teasing moments between charlene and maybeck Yes. Obviously, Willa and Philby's moments kind of start in Disney at Dawn, but there's a yeah. there's a moment in Shell Game that I found the last time I reread it. That's so funny. Um, he says he needs like he needs to go over some, um, like some, I don't know, like some of the codes or something. There's something he needs to go yeah. over, and Willa like smirks and whispers at him. She's like, "Well, why don't you show me?" I love to look at the codes with you. And he just like doesn't understand what's happening. He's like, no, I can do it alone. Does not compute. Does not compute. <laughs> Me too, honestly. Honestly, same. I also want to know why all of them were better at flirting with each other and better at flirting at 14 than I am at 24. But that's yeah. a question I ask myself every day. <laughs> okay. I feel that though, because like you. Honestly, like they're all so good at flirting. They are. Like I- I'm good at flirting, but I'm bad at receiving. Like can Maybach I- teach me? I understand it. But like, yeah, because is Maybach the best though? 
He's the honestly he's the gods all women. Don't we know this? <laughs> I mean, he's the only one that isn't like head over heels over story at Finn and Philby. Damn, Con Any, anywho. He trusts her though, and the girls are just like, What what the hell are you doing? And the guys are like, Yeah, she's fine. It's a momentary lapse of judgment. What, what oh, you momentary. I have a I have a TikTok. What... Go ahead. No, it's fine. I was me- I messed up anyway. <laughs> I have a I have a TikTok planned once I get my Willow cosplay back together. Um, with Finn being um with Finn being like, oh, I guess Story can't come with us, and Willow being like, oh well, too bad, bye Story. But it's the audio with, I guess Rocco will never be able to float. Oh well, too bad. Bye, Rocco. I will do that. I will do edit with you. Thank you. That's beautiful. That's absolutely gorgeous. There's a draft that's deeply submerged in there of you doing the the whole like back and forth with the hand. Oh, what does that sound? It's like oh, bone trousers. Yeah, that one. And it's like Wayne made me leader, and it's just me and cosplay doing it next to you. Oh my god, I think I remember that. Or you showed me or something. I remember that video. That like, was the first Kingdom Keepers video I made. That was like my third TikTok ever. Oh my god. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah, I um, met Julie through TikTok, like nothing else. Yeah, that's, that's technically ever. where I met Skylar and JJ. That's true too. And yet you were the first out of the four of us that I met, Emma. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, so I'm like becoming friends with Skylar and I see the person. In person. (laughs) Huh? JJ. And I see you are (laughs) duetting this amazing Finn cosplayer. And I'm like, let me cosplay his Finn cosplay or like cosplay TikToks. And then that's how JJ and I got to know each other. Yeah. I started duetting JJ's stuff because I was. I was just so excited to interact with anybody who was in the Kingdom Keepers fandom who was relatively around my age because the Kingdom Keepers fandom has been like had died off so badly and then when you whenever you would get back into it it's like all kids who are into it at the same age that you were into it for the first time so it's like dead fandom and the only people who are in it are 14 and you can't really do JJ cosplay Jess I made her cosplay Jess, but it was actually, Skylar said, bet you won't cosplay Finn and do it on TikTok. And then I said, bet, and now here we are. (laughs) Two years later. Oh my God, two years. (laughs) Oh my God, yeah. What a time. What a time to be alive in the Keepers fandom. I, the fact that I- I have been fandom through like the rise and the fall. So and that's it's it's kind of we were part of the fall. Well, no, there was a fall before that because okay. (laughs) Because there was the initial fandom when like the books, the first books were coming out. And then the people, a lot of the people that were older than me in the fandom at that point started to trickle out and then there was like the wave of the fandom when the return books were coming out which is when I met you Emma and a lot of other people and then it fell through again because of the unnamed person that we're not going to mention um yeah 
Does that mean that the let's read is another rise? Yes. I mean, the TikToks have been getting, all of our TikToks have been getting so much attention. If you think about it, us for our reason that King of Keepers fandom is coming back up. Yeah. It is. And I just love celebrating the books in any way that I can and sharing with people. So, yes. God, I would love if like okay so this year was 17 years if in three years from now on the 20th anniversary they get to publish some like special 20th anniversary edition that would be stupendous yes yeah it I would agree. Be stupendous. Ooh. get on that <laughs> special one be though hey alex <laughs> hello um i have an idea yeah hey alex when you're listening to this, because I told Alex we were doing this, and they were like, I need to listen to it. And I'm like, it's going to be chaotic as hell. I told my mom. There's no, I don't know what this episode is. It's just us talking. It's a roundtable discussion. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, other... I mean, we all know that Amanda and Charlene, like, hated each other at first. They had that was Oh, yeah. Oh, there was beef. Okay, well, here's the thing. Every time I reread the books, it's a lot less prominent than I thought it was. But it's still there. But it's still, it's, it's, it's there. Actions speak louder than words. But, yeah. But, yeah, but so that... Like... Go ahead. Oh, I was like, so that's a thing. That is a thing. That's why I love the epilogue so much because we get there's so many little things in the epilogue that are like evil like full circle for their characters. Like the fact that it's Charlene that Amanda and Jess go to live with. Yeah, I forgot about that. And the fact that Finn says to Philby, you're gonna be an imagineer one day and hands him the fob. Fuck yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love the Disney at last epilogue, and that's an entirely yeah. different. It made me feel things. <laughs> it is the perfect epilogue. It is a perfect epilogue. It is. Yeah. It's it probably really my favorite is. epilogue in any like YA media that's come out in the past like two decades. I think I love the Harry Potter epilogue and I love the Disney at last epilogue and I feel like they might be on equal footing for me. My but... one problem with the 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 Harry Potter epilogue is the piece of media that came out after. I would love that. No, we're gonna because I have mixed feelings on it, so we're not gonna derail this conversation. The one that you and I like had a full conversation on within the. So like we met two days before the Tony Awards with Curse Child. Oh no. Um, Julie. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah, and I remember us like texting and like complaining about that Tony Award, and that's when that, we really yeah. became friends. That was the Dear Evan Hansen gate. No, wait, Dear Evan Hansen was the year before that. I don't know what that year was, but let's see. Oh my god! <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about this. Stop yeah, looking brought out all the books. Real anymore. <laughs> so post college kingdom. That's post college. JJ, you absolute book goblin. What are you doing? <laughs> holding my babies oh my god oh my god oh my god let's see first child pony awards 
Oh God, and this is very Daniel Patrick, right? 2018 is when it was in the Tony Awards. Okay, so that's after Neil. You know, I'm trying hey, to figure Dennis. out which musical was sweeping that year. Um, I, I think band's visit. Oh, the it was the band's visit. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, know you're right. Um, but anyway, getting the conversation back on track. Head cannons. Post college kingdom keepers was where we said we were going with this, like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Exactly. What majors did they all have? Oh, oh that was said. No, I don't think so. Aside from Philby just doing something with engineering. I have thoughts. Yeah, Philby would probably do um, um, engineering and or computer science, maybe like a double major. Yeah, probably double major, mechanical engineering and computer science. D Willa would probably do, um, Willa would probably do engineering, like simply to become an Imagineer. Yeah. Um, it's my personal opinion that Finn never finished college and just kind of apprenticed under Wayne and kept going. But yeah. he would have started with a business degree. As someone who was a business major at one point in her career in college. And yeah, Finn, Finn gives off business major energy. He does. Yeah. I'm going to say, honestly, this, this kind of seems obvious, but visual arts and some yeah. sort of engineering for Jess. I always had this headcanon that Charlene... So they say that Maybeck goes to Art Center. Yeah. And does art, clearly. Um, I've had this headcanon that Charlene works with Disney Channel for like another year or like another season. And then she leaves and studies dance at Ada. And yeah. then she like opens a studio or her own dance studio. Speaking of Disney Channel and Charlene, should we get into oh, like no. super unhinged Charlene headcanon? Uh, yes. Like about yes. Which, which Disney Channel actress is Charlene? Yes. We have different thoughts on it. Yes, and I mine is basically very unhinged. Um, you want to do yours first so I can do my unhinged one second. Well, I mean, my friend Taylor and I talked about this. Like, we spent all night trying to figure it out. A couple of years ago and we landed on Olivia Holt because Olivia Holt is like she's my age which is two years younger than the Kingdom Keepers in canon so technically it's the right age area and like that. she did kicking it and so she did the gymnastics on yeah. Disney Channel so it, I my theory is Olivia Holt if if the keepers are real and that means that one of the our world Disney at channel actresses is Charlene I think it's Olivia Holt I think it's Dove Cameron. <laughs> For the super unhinged fact that Dove Cameron was in <laughs> Disney's Descendants as the daughter of Maleficent, and the fact that I think it would be super hilarious that the conversation Charlene would have had with the Keepers if she was cast as the daughter of Maleficent after the drama TM that Maleficent caused all of them. It would be such a fight. No, because the whole thing is, is like, she'd be like, oh yeah, I got an offer for this like Disney thing. It's um about the kids of the Disney characters and them being like, so you're like, whatever princess and her being like, ha ha ha, no. 
I was offered the daughter of Maleficent. <laughs> I just came up with my own headcanon. Yes. Sure. It's that in the Kingdom Keepers universe, Dove Cam Cameron and Olivia Holt are the same person, and Charlene no. is that person. That's my new headcanon. Hey, there we go. Apparently, I have to teach Alex bass guitar. Okay. Hey. Okay. it's not part of it. The Kingdom Keepers. We're discussing Kingdom Keepers right now. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite. Okay, so let's get into after college keepers headcanons. Finally. Okay, after college. After okay. college. Can Wait, I did we discuss Amanda and Amanda's college major? Oh no, we didn't. Shit. Um, it's your sister. Come on. Communications. Amanda, Amanda, I love Amanda as a character, <laughs> but Amanda has such basic main character energy that I don't quite know what to do with her sometimes. See, I'm saying either communications or as a funny little haha meteorology. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. okay if we're doing post-college headcanons can i share my semi overly detailed thoughts about what order they get married in yeah yes. of course i have thoughts yes okay i think i think willa and philby would be the first ones to be like ready for it but they would want to wait until they were done with school yes. right <laughs> so i think I think Charlene and Maybe get married first, like while they're still in college, like maybe like junior year or something. Willa and Philby get married like a little bit after they, they get engaged right after they graduate. And so they get married like a year after that. And then Finn and Amanda, just because they started dating a little, officially dating a little bit later than the rest of them are a little bit after that. Okay. Yeah. I think that's how I think it would go. Thank and then Jess right. is a wine aunt. <laughs> third wheel third Jess wheel Jess actually rekindles her relationship with Rob no, no. she does not change <laughs> Rob the fact that both of you yelled that at the same time <laughs> Jess and Tim Jess and Maddie how about Jess and happiness I like all the options though Jess, Jess and Maddie and her journal. Kegra beer let's go <laughs> Yeah. Wait, someone, someone else talk about post-college headcanons. Uh, Sacrifice JJ. What? Sacrifice what? JJ. Wow. JJ, JJ, JJ. JJ, JJ. Wow, this is the most attention I've ever gotten. <laughs> um, I'm looking through mine right now, trying to find a good one to talk about. That's what I'm doing. I mean, oh, yeah. you talked about the kids oh. with been in amanda's kids with us before i it's my belief with what do we go with the kids uh finn and amanda one of the if they have multiple children whatever they have a son whether first or middle his name is wayne that's my first yeah i'm i'm with you there second yeah. they have when they have a daughter either the, the middle name or the first name whatever is either isabella or willa because Finn is too close with the Willa to not name her kid that. Their kid that. Another headcanon of mine not having kids is that Maddie 
is an executive in the Disney company and does almost all of the business deals. Okay. Because she got, she can see people's thoughts. In terms of jobs, I think Maybeck does like um, animation and art for Disney as well as, um, as well as Jess. But I think Maybeck also takes over Operation of Crazy Glaze. Oh, he definitely does. Yes. Um, Charlene opens like a gymnastics or dance studio, but also like does occasionally does like featurettes for Disney on like Disney Channel and stuff. Yeah, as um, like a. It's like, like, the, it's like the, 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 oh, what's it called? Disney 365. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Stuff as like Disney throwback, like she's an old Disney Channel star and stuff. I also think she, I also think she does. She has a season of Dancing with the Stars. Um, yes, you told me about this, and it makes me cry. Hold on, can you tell the da- Dancing with the Stars thing? Okay, but the second half of it is really corny and stupid, and I don't know that that's my head canon anymore. But and that's I, okay. I, I still had canon that Charlene is on Dancing with the Stars, right? Okay, okay. And then I used to have this head canon when I was like eighteen that um there was one performance that um it was like the story of my life kind of performance that they do and she does some kind or no she just does some kind of romantic dance or something and she doesn't think Maybeck's going to be able to come to that performance and then and she talks about him and like the package and then he can't be there she thinks he can't be there and then at the end of the dance turns out he was there and he proposes (laughs) Oh, that's good. I like that. And I don't think Maybeck would do that, but um, uh, I think he would, and it would take Toby and Finn to convince him to do it. Okay, fair enough. It's a, it's they would be like, way. "We dare you to do it. Do it. You won't." And then he'll do it. Yeah. Um. Other jobs. Willa and Philby are both Imagineers, and they're like they're like known as like a power couple. Like they're like an Imagineer power couple dream team kind of thing yes mm-hmm. um finn is obviously the next wayne i have a small yeah. head cannon um and then amanda i've never been sure of i wrote the i wrote an ending to a non-existent tv show once where amanda was a writer and it was implied that she wrote the books in their universe and like told their story oh i like that yeah i have a small head cannon and it's the that they all have their like company IDs that the company issued them because they're so famous, the company, they just have ideas. But they only use the IDs that Wayne gave them that were fake. That's the only Aww. ones they use. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Oh, also they all become Disney legends at some point. Yeah, 100%. They, they all become- I wrote so, that just, one. So just like when, um, this year when all the Frozen actors got it at the same time, they would also yeah. get it at the same time. Oh, they would yeah. all get it at the same time and everybody, including me, would sob. Yeah. <laughs> like, hysterically. And Amanda, Jess, and Maddie would also, they'd all be there, yeah. Yes. Maddie gets one too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Not Dillard, though. Not no, Dillard, Dillard doesn't no. get one. No. Fuck Dillard. The Dillard, Dillard gets one. Dillard does not. 
Which Dillard? Both. Dillard. <laughs> no, we give it to the DHI dead boy. <laughs> that is the weirdest yeah. plot point in any of the Keeper's books, let's be honest. It was his parents that wanted it. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> What if one the of them? Com- what if one of them comes back one year and does like is like a narrator for Candlelight? I just oh. like. Okay, but which one would it be? Would it but be would the it be former Char- Disney? It would it be certainly the former Disney Channel star, or would it be Finn, the leader of the Keepers? It would oh. be Willa. I feel like Willa would be the one most likely to do it. But Charlene is the former Disney Channel star. I don't know. But in any universe that I'm in that I'm not a Kingdom Keeper, I'm theoretically a cast member performing in Candlelight Choir. So then if one of the Keepers is then the narrator, that makes me happy. <laughs> Jodie Benson was great, though. She was cool. But, like, I mean, come on, Del Philby. I saw Jodie Benson. She's a sweetheart. She yeah. walked in front of me. I, we were lining up to get on stage when I the night I sang with her and I thought I was going to pass out. So I was at the Guardians uh, media event and she walked in front of me. I was working. So I like, can't say, say anything. I just have to sit there and just keep waving. Awkwardly. Yeah. I have a story about the other day that um, I don't feel I should share on the podcast, but um, when we're we got to hear about it afterward yeah. after the recording <laughs> after the recording ends are there any more um headcanons that you guys have i mean there's uh, so many but there's so many but like any major ones i guess finn never goes to typhoon lagoon again in his life he only goes to blizzard beach i mean fair the keepers I- never ride it's a small world <gasps> after i have well, one and i just read it i love they it. do ride it in canon, they ride it at the end of Disney at last, but Finn doesn't go on. Yes, so yeah, they don't have they don't go on it with their kids. <laughs> okay. Fair. Um. Oh, I had this fun head canon that I sent y'all in the group chat that because Finn and Amanda both hate rides, that Willa and Philby take their kids on roller coasters and stuff that they want to go on. Yeah, the, the the cool aunt and uncle. Yeah. Yeah. I my head I have this one. This one I need to talk about. It's that the keepers are all gifted one item that used to be Walt Disney's and Jess keeps the pen. Yes. Oh there she one. does. Ooh, I wonder I don't what know, the others would. I don't know who gets what, but they all get something. Hmm. I wonder what the others would get. That is a good question. I think Finn would probably get like one of like the storybooks that inspired like one of the movies. Yeah. Or like a Walt's first journal or something like that. Yeah. Oh, hear me out. One of the blueprints gets given to Philby for yes. one of the books. Yes. I, I, I think we're forgetting the blueprint, the blueprint for Sleeping Beauty Castle. Ooh. Ooh. I think we're forgetting about the most important Philby headcanon, and it's Skyler's. Oh, 
that Philby stole the buzzy animatronics from the Wonders of Life Pavilion, and I can prove it. I have an entire PowerPoint. He has an entire PowerPoint. Prove it. Little buzzy, gone but never forgotten. Oh, I have a funny one. Uh, it's that the the keepers never take Disney cruises. They only take Royal Caribbean or Carnival. Oh wait, I have a fun one. Um. Hello. My fun one is that other than like his mom, obviously, or maybe not even, that um, Willa is the first person Finn tells that he's going to propose to Amanda. Oh, yeah. Yes. She yes. Fl- like she flips out. That's fact. I don't care. And Major then conversely, fact. Jess is the first. Jess is the first person Philby tells. Yeah. And then who's the first person that Maybeck tells? I don't know. I haven't thought about that one, unfortunately. I think it's Philby. No, nah, yeah, nah, it's Jess. It's Jess because they have a better relationship. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I think it's Philby. <laughs> I think it's Philby because it has to, it's got to be one of the guys. And I think because it's so like uh, weird for it to be Philby, it needs to be Philby. Maybeck would be like a guy's guy. He wanted to tell the guys. Yeah. I just read this one. That just skimmed over and it's that jess's kid and amanda's kid are fairlies but they hide it from their parents because the, they think their parents will think they're crazy <laughs> no no that's I mean, like an actual theory that i have in terms of like inheritance like it's gonna be it's it, it'll totally be like um like return to the sea style like amanda and jess don't tell the kids that they're fairlies and the kids don't tell amanda and jess that they're fairlies yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's gonna be the You're a mermaid? You're a mermaid. <laughs> Dear God. I also look, I think that there is there will probably be a moment, because this is just like typical like tropes. Um, mm-hmm. where Amanda, either Amanda or Jess, like probably Amanda, because of the type of power that she has, hasn't used her powers like since the end of Disney at last, or yeah. And she doesn't even know that she can anymore until one of the kids is in danger, like one of her kids is in danger, and then she's going to be able to push again for the first time. Yeah, that, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. That. That's like, right? <laughs> Trying to think of any others. Um, I'm the the I mean, keeper's kids are all put in self-defense classes, and they're all like, why are we in this? We don't even like it. Like the parents are like, because, don't worry about it. Don't ask questions. I oh, mean, I, a, a, another big one for me is that Willa names one of her kids after Ariel because of yeah, the I've always, adventure. Yes. I've always had that headcanon. Mm. Um, I found some Jess fun ones. names hers after the tigers. No, she <laughs> does not! <laughs> <laughs> no, she she names one of her kids Ashley Tisdale. Ashley Tisdale. Um, I, I always forget about that moment. I don't. Uh, hot take. I like that song. It's the Raven Simone one, I think, isn't it? Ashley Tisdale's yeah. "Under the Sea." Raven Simone kiss, is "Kiss the Girl." That's no, the other way around. Ashley Tisdale is "Kiss the Girl." Raven Simone is "Under oh, the Sea." 
Hold up. Oh no, she's right. I've been thinking me. about this wrong my whole. Oh my god, I'm gonna have a breakdown. I know it like the back of my hand. No, let me. Shh, shh. Let me check my. Let me check my Jessica Lockhart Spotify playlist real quick. Let me check. It's gonna be a little Where, bit of. Where's book two? Where's book two? In the meantime, I found some fun ones here. Um, Amanda and Jess spend Thanksgiving like. During the time of the books, Amanda and Jess spend Thanksgiving with the Whitmans every year, and Mrs. Whitman yeah. like invites them over for every holiday and big event and stuff. Yes, yeah. half because she wants them to have a family yeah. for that, half because she wants any opportunity to push Finn and Amanda together. Yes, because she would she would be like one of those moms in like sitcoms, like Modern Family yeah. or whatever, where she's like, "Hey, Finn, can you and Amanda set the table for me?" Oh yeah. Oh, and then I read y'all the scene in one of my fan fictions where I came up with this idea that Jess and Finn's sister become like besties, just waiting for Finn and Amanda to get their heads on straight yeah. and tease them about her all the time. Right. Um, Char- right. Charlene asks her mom one year if they can invite Maybeck and Jelly over for Christmas dinner. Oh yeah. Charlene asks her mom if they can invite Maybeck and Jelly over for Christmas dinner one year, not long after they've started dating. And everyone's kind of very nervous when it starts, but then they have a super nice night and Maybeck and Charlene are so happy and Jelly is a lot older than Charlene's mom, but they end up forming this special type of bond and sometimes Jelly gives Charlene's mom advice. Um, Will it- on the, the, the song thing, uh, Julie was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I read that at the same time. No. Well, I listen. I listen to that song all the time too. One night, Will and Sylvie both get into fights with their parents after they tell them they're going away to college together. Um, so they go to Crazy Glaze to hang out with Charlene and Maybeck, and Jelly hears what's happened. Jelly hears what happens and sits them down and tells them all that they know to know that they have something special and to hold on to that and to not n- ever let anyone get in the way of it. Oh, I love oh, the, Whitman, the Whitmans cheer at Finn and Amanda's graduation ceremony just as loudly for Amanda as they do for Finn. Oh, yes, yes. Correct. It's gonna make me cry, dude. Christmas Eve parties at Crazy Glaze painting ceramics and jelly making finger foods. I'm gonna yeah. say one that I I have it I have it written down in my Jess document, but I had canon that um, Jess kind of sees Wanda as a mom figure after a while. Yeah, I yeah. I agree that would happen. I do too. The keepers are all very mad at the acquisition of Star Wars and Marvel because there's more bad guys to fight. Yes, I remember doing a role play like right around like start of star wars being owned by disney and them just being like having to face off with like vader or like one of the big ones and them just being like what the fuck man i i can picture them all like sitting behind a wall and they're like dear god why star wars <laughs> why star wars oh no anything but oh, star no. wars no 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 marvel oh, thanos. thanos the oh. infinity stones they have to watch out for the Infinity Stones. <laughs> and if, Kang the Conqueror now. If, oh, Infinity yeah. War, if Infinity War and Endgame had come out in like 2013 when the fandom was 
at its busiest, there would have been like 10 fan fictions about the snap happening with the keepers. No, I don't yeah. want to think about that. I don't, I don't want to. I'll write it. Who don't worry. I'll write it. I'll the write. Snap. No, but Skylar, y- y- y'all don't know the fan fiction that JJ and right. I talked about that we had to suffer through where at the end they made you think Willow was dead and then they were just all watching Toy Story 3. What? <laughs> Here's it's my personal thing. opinion Here's the thing that about Finn the snap. Here's the thing about the snap. snap. Amanda is one of the ones that gets snapped. Oh, that means Finn has to live. No. Yeah, that means Finn and Jess have to live. No. No, okay. I don't want to think about that. Make this if, the most Jess lives, if Jess lives, then she's without the only family she's had. Yeah. That's been healthy. What if, okay, wait, 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 wait. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Finn and Amanda both go in the snap. Like, it's just, it's, they're the one couple that, like, both, like. mm. Sorry, Philby's the leader now. (laughs) (laughs) Finn, Amanda, and Philby are the three that go in the snap. Ah, shit, that means. Oh, the keepers are like. I feel like that's the maximum pain skill. You know who I think is leader then? Willa's the leader. Uh, Finn, Amanda, and Philby go in the snap. Yes, and then Willa, I know that Julie hasn't seen Infinity War probably. Um, I have. Oh, you have? Oh, Willa yeah. becomes kind of like Natasha Romanoff where she's like assumed leader. Oh, so she, she dies and falls off a cliff and breaks her neck. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know, I feel like Willa might like, might, like shut herself off. But, I, I mean, think that's Maybach pretty much what Black Widow does. I think does. Maybach does that, which is yeah, weird because Charlie's still around. I think Maybach just, like, shuts down. Because both of his guys are gone. His home. Uh, I think Loki, I feel like Charlene might be the one to take on, try to keep them all together and take on the leadership position. Or maybe I Maybach, could also see that. Maybe Maybach and Charlene both are trying to keep everyone together, but Willa has just shut herself off and Jess is just angry. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jess becomes an anti-hero. She 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 morphs she back Hawkeye. into Jezebel. No, she morphs back into Jezebel. No. She becomes Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Just the Ronin. Oh my god. Yeah, she just becomes Ronin for the five years. It's fucking starts killing people left and right. Let's go. Julie, I think we have to write this now. Heather has her own so Julie, where can the people find you? Okay, you can find me for Kingdom Keepers content or other fandom content. You can find me on TikTok at Julie the Bibliophile. Um, that's J-U-L-I-E, the Bibliophile. Um, and then my handle on AO3, where I have some Kingdom Keepers fan fictions and fan fictions for other fandoms, is Kingdom Keeper of the Library. Um, and I have a Kingdom Keepers Magnum Opus fan fiction on there called Once Upon a Dream that I wrote a couple of years ago that I really, really love. That's about what would happen if they did cause a paradox when they came back from 1955 and the Keepers never existed. Okay, JJ. JJ. Okay, you can find me on TikTok, rabbitcosplay115. And it's the same for my YouTube, which I want to start up soon. It's got a couple videos on it. Yeah. 
You can find me on Instagram and TikTok through the handle smaller than you 413 and 41 on TikTok. You can also find us over at the Kingdom Keepers Let's Read TikTok, Instagrams, and also YouTube channels. Thank you guys again for coming on um, for this first episode of November of this year. This is November 2nd. Fantastic. This is being posted on my first day of work. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This is also the first episode after Spooktober ends. And then we'll do a Marvel episode and then a Star Wars episode and break for Thanksgiving. And then it's Christmas. Yo! Yo! So yeah, well, thank you guys again for coming on. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no problem. And now let's get into the fandom news and outro. Producer Garth Drabinsky has filed a lawsuit against Actors Equity Union following being placed on their do not work list. James Gunn and Peter Safran have been hired as co-chairs and co-CEOs of the new DC Studios, overseeing all of the DC-oriented film, television, and animation efforts. Back to the Future is officially coming to Broadway at the Winter Garden Theater in summer of 2023, starring Roger Bart and Hugh Coles. Wizard Beach will reopen next month in November at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida, with all-new Frozen-themed features. Life of Pi will transfer to Broadway's Gerald Schoenfeld Theater in March of 2023. BBC's Doctor Who is coming to Disney+. Plus. The series is set to begin streaming its upcoming season along with other future seasons on the platform. Isaac Mazzari will play Amos Hart in Chicago beginning in November. Attention all art lovers and foodies, mark your calendars, The Epcot International Festival of the Arts is returning um, from January 13th to February 20th of 2023. Julie Benko and more have been announced as the next guest on the Seth Rudetsky concert series. Mr. Toad offerings are coming to Walt Disney World, including a new popcorn bucket starting on November 1st. Janine Benton will return to Into the Woods, reprising her role of Cinderella on Broadway. Pictures from Home will head to Broadway in January of 2023, starring Nathan Lane, Danny Burstein, and Zoe Wanamaker. The Green Lantern series for HBO Max is reportedly turning to Jon Stewart to be its featured lantern bearer. New Fantasy Springs concept art and area names were released with the opening delayed to spring of 2024 at Tokyo Disney Sea. Matt Doyle will be joining Little Shop of Horrors as Seymour in November. Candor and Ebbs, New York, New York, directed by Susan Stroman with additional lyrics by Lin-Manuel Miranda, has announced its opening this spring on Broadway. And finally, Katie Holmes will lead Roundabout Theatre Company's New York premiere of The Wanderers off-Broadway next year in 2023. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. We are a proud part of the Real Fans Podcast Network. And if you want to check out more shows on the network, you can find them on rf4rm.com. 
Join us next week where Gabby and I will be going back to the MCU to talk about upcoming Marvel projects. Remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast and subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you think of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FanFatelsPod for the latest updates and to possibly be featured in a future episode. My Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are all at SnoopyEmma, which is S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. And Gabby can be found at Gabby Gent, which is G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T. Our editing is by the wonderful Carolyn Smyre. As always, thanks for tuning in. Bye! The views expressed in this episode do not reflect the brand or company they are about. 